0: A good view here for ourselves as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, this is quality. Yeah, nice. you yeah, miss this. Mate, yeah, what I'm going to miss about this particularly is just people just getting on with stuff and just that atmosphere. Like,
1: uh, you know... The productivity.
0: Productivity, people just getting on, everyone doing their own little hustles, whatever it is. Um, it's nice. Like, rather than everyone, like, that hungover vibe where you feel like you're... I found that sometimes like you're the only one who's awake and then people look at you like the fuck you doing <laughs> you should mm. be hung over yeah man so mate how long you been in selena how long you been in the selena hype this one like
1: for like two and a half months but i spent like a year in Salinas across uh central america Sick. last year and uh i need to go yeah it's uh, it's interesting like different languages like it's yeah. interesting you get more like kind of russian over there like it's a spanish language but like it's about that vibe, I think. Like mm. I, I spent a lot of time in other Asian hostels, and it's more like party vibe. Yeah, yeah. um, whereas with Celine, it's more productivity and you find that even though there's you know lots of people speaking different languages, yeah. it's those sharing the same feelings. Yeah. You know, that's the that's how you,
0: you connect it's a good vibe here man. and people. I have to say like everyone I've spoken to, but like, everyone's really open, um, which is great, exactly what you want. But like everyone's really interested in whatever you're doing and then like trying to find out how they can help which is sick like if, if as a productive sort of environment to come to like there's no better place that's better than being in an office somewhere or for you know wherever else because yeah if you're getting around people who are pushing you you're like oh yeah you, have you tried this whatever like that's fucking class like that's invaluable you pay for you pay for that basically and yeah. everyone's bringing their expertise from like all of their different lines of work from wherever they've been whatever their career is and then it's like a hub a knowledge hub it's so sick
1: it's a community you know that's what we lack so much like I spent like, when I was in London yeah. like my whole career really was about building community and building yeah. those creative spaces that's I was really cool. lucky when I was younger we were like in London Bridge we were part of a, one of the first I think in London like creative office spaces yeah. it didn't last particularly long because they couldn't monetize it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the the founder this guy Peter Dahan, who like set it up was uh was after a couple of years like yeah he stopped doing it but then selena found this formula that works it can yes. build a creative space can build a co-living space yes. um that you know that allows this community to thrive and people to work together without having the problem of needing a funding and being reliant on that kind of yeah. aspect because right? you know it's not secure I and mean, this
0: this I think one of the nice touches is like having like a living area where you've got like you can watch movies you can cook your breakfast whatever it is when you're doing those things together with someone it's it, you you kind of just experiencing your everyday with them and I think that's a good really nice way to build bonds with people the in other hostels or other like hotels you don't get it's right come down for breakfast now disappear off and then whereas here it's you really feel like you' just living and that's really nice so i guess um i had a question you said you're in london bridge but like before you've been doing this which is fucking this which is amazing what's your background like how did you get here like what's your story essentially
1: ah i mean i started out always like in the creative industries um i worked in london for like seven years building uh an art center producing theater work and doing a lot of like Community mental health yeah. and uh, allowing young people to access the arts who uh, weren't from as privileged a background often. But yeah, for me, I really struggled with that lifestyle. Although I had that community yeah. that I was building, I slowly lost that community. I felt a little bit with yeah my day to day life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so when I discovered this alternative way of living, like this nomadic way, seven yeah. years ago now. Uh, seven years. Uh, yeah, I just completely like fell in love with it and wanted to sustain that and then adapt what i was doing adapt the skills that i was doing to allow myself to live in this way and experience yeah. this way and yeah so, so it was, it what was that kind of like process. moment
0: where it was obviously you discovered this way of living but what mm. was that sort of moment where you're like yeah i'm i'm that's it i'm committed to this and why how why do you think you got there it's a feeling it's you know. Feeling. It's really tricky to put your finger on like a, <laughs> an actual
1: pinnacle moment, like an Eureka moment in yeah, the yeah. apple Job. <laughs> I think it was more of a growth of feeling, yeah. Okay. It's the feeling you get from being in a place like this, so the, the connectivity, the, the feeling of like how much I felt I was developing as a person and learning. Yeah. And I think returning to London mm-hmm. for me, not so much, it's not even specifically a place, but with, like stepping away from that way of living, was probably the pinnacle moment where I went, oh, hang on, I'm losing things again. Why do I feel less connected? Why do I feel like, you know... Because a lot of the time in the city, like, on paper, I'd be achieving more. It's like, you're making more money, you're doing more of this. I'm like, so why did I feel less, more empty? Yeah. And so I guess that was the moment, you know, when I then returned and went, right, let's do a second trip, let's do a longer trip. And then it was a gradual kind of then, you know, that became the norm.
0: Why did you feel empty? Like, have you, what was that emptiness, and what was that longing or that lacking? And I think it's yeah, a mixture of things and community that we've talked yeah. about,
1: but then also personal growth and development. Uh, I found like routine and the stagnancy of that routine mm. that was a killer. You look at anything in life, you know, uh, if you become stagnant in it, like even in the in the body, like becomes mm. disease. So I think you have to like experience new things, change. You need uh, to allow your soul to grow. And I think uh, travel and adventure and exploration, yeah. curiosity, these are all the things that allow you to, to grow as a person, to allow yeah. like your soul to grow as well yeah. as, you know, everything else that you normally do to, yeah. to, to grow your life and your body and your bank account and this kind yeah. of stuff. It's, uh, yeah, often growing the soul is left to the yeah. back foot. It's like, well, we'll have a two-week holiday, yeah, you know, yeah, in yeah. the summer. Or we'll have this. And I just don't think that's enough. Time, if you want to really.
0: So, like, this is something I really like about you: is that you're someone who like asks questions about yourself, and just kind of from the short time we've known each other, you're someone who pushes. Like, you, why? Like, why this? And like, what else could I do? And I'm wondering, like, what questions you've kind of like you've asked yourself in terms of like self-development, whatever it is, and like. Because obviously, I, what you're doing, I think, is sick. Like your setup at the moment is just man, it's so cool. But like, what questions did you have to ask to like get yourself there? Because for example, like you said, in the city, right, I'm earning more money. So like, the question that perhaps could have got you there was, how do I make the most money? But what questions did you ask yourself to get to this point where it's like you're really doing something that you love and you know living it?
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Big one. <laughs> yeah, lots of <laughs> lots of
1: questions. Um, hmm. I think <laughs> I think I'm <laughs> in the moment on this one yeah, man. yeah no it's, BS uh, all the deep it's stuff that's a whole list like... of questions I guess yeah it's, it's, it's questioning things you've learned things uh-huh. you've been programmed from at a younger age you know and questioning that questioning your own society that you've grown up yeah. in and going well hang on yeah you know is getting this job buying this flat having a nuclear family for me is that going to be are these going to be the right steps Uh you know and are there other alternatives questioning yeah questioning you know what the alternatives are and then yeah trying to be truthful to who you are I think I think a good uh, a good two questions that can maybe help you summarize where you are right now is would my eight year old self be Uh, happy you know of that's who a I am cool now, as well as would my 80 year old self be proud uh, of like who i am and if, if you're pleasing both those people they're the two people you need to please yes uh yeah so are you going to look back and am i still being you know that that child am i still going where i want to be
0: inspired and yeah it comes back to curiosity That's it. i
1: think but i love that because you kind
0: of got that, that that eight-year-old child like just like blind ambition just yeah you do this you're going to live your dream like yeah, you should be making that person just be like, yes, you're doing exactly that. And then that 80-year-old, when you're in that rocking chair and you're looking back and you're going, yeah, mm-hmm. I did it. There's no regrets. I did yeah. it. That thing I wanted to do, that person I wanted to talk to, yeah. that job, whatever it was, I did it. That's got yeah. to be peace when you're at that age. I think so. And it comes down to that fear of death.
1: Yeah, I had I had a weird year last year because I'd had these dreams where I thought I was gonna die. What? Like it was really weird, and I knew yeah. I was, and I knew it happened that year. So I had this like overriding like fear of death in the back of my head. Yeah. I was kind of like, how oh do you God. overcome the fear of death? Yeah. Like, how do you how do you make peace with that? And I think fear of death is, in a way, fear of time. Yeah, and fear of time is fear of unlived moments, like an unlived okay. life. So if you're going out and you know living and not being fearful, then that's almost how you overcome that fear of death
0: yeah that's really interesting that's really interesting yeah you're not
1: having those dreams now are you no i it, weird, it was like it was a weird thing it occurred a couple of times last year and then i did have a moment so new year's eve last year i was yeah. on the guatemala mexico border yeah and i got mugged at gunpoint and that was like at the end of that year so in the dreams i knew yeah. it was the number 22 and like it, oh. like resonated with the year so there okay. was one thing i was kind of like i think it's this year, kind of thing. This, this vision. Weird, oh my okay. gosh! Yeah. So then that was a good closure at the end of the year, like the party for New Year's. So when you um, got mugged at gunpoint, oh wait, you were kind of the like got the whole year wrong. Though. It was
0: twenty one. oh was, it was a twenty one. Twenty one. So. So when you got mugged at gunpoint, you were like, oh well, this is it. Like this was the the premonition. Yeah, that must be yeah, so scary. Was, I mean, after when.
1: It was. I was on this bridge at like five in the morning, and then after it had ended, they only took money, and I got back to the Mexico side, and oh. I was like, okay, it took me a while to calm down, yeah, and, and then yeah, it was kind of like, okay, maybe this was, I don't know, but um but it really helped with that kind of yeah, that fear of right, yeah, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. So I think a lot of the time we try and put things in boxes, and yeah. like that's one thing I know. A lot about like the West is you know you try and box everything up. You live in a box and you watch TV on a box. Yes. And you've got your little box and everything's nice and safe <laughs> yeah. if you're in a box. But it's like nah, yeah. get rid of all the boxes. Um, Live outside the box you know? and that is and like the nomadic lifestyle yeah. up until I think even Covid was a kind of out the box way of living and now it's becoming more and more popular and gaining traction and people are going okay we're starting to see the benefits yes. of this, the mental health benefits the lower stress you know stress is one of the biggest killers and uh, yeah man yeah it's, uh,
0: pretty stress free out me, here I genuinely believe that like if I had stayed in the job I was in I would have no hair I mm. genuinely believe that. I looked at myself for like the two and a bit years. Really, I was heavily in it, mm. and I looked at when I started, just smile, skin looked good, like ready to go. And afterwards, just I looked aged, and I think I've de-aged since then, just from the lack of stress. And it's it's that unnecessary stress. It's that getting up, rushing because you don't really want to go. You've like snoozed. Me personally, I've snoozed because I don't really want to go where I'm heading to, and I've had to rush to get ready. And then I'm sitting in traffic and it's not nice weather and it's just lights and it's just, I'm rushing, I'm driving way too fast. I get there, there's like a million things to do because I haven't arrived there on time. And like, yeah, that's all my own organisation, but it's really the underlying thing was, I didn't want to be there. I wasn't making it a priority. I was literally getting there and thinking, right, when do I get to go, you know? And then you're stressing the whole day, it was quite a high stress job I was in anyway. And then you come home and, like, you try and, like, hit a gym session, whatever it is, but you're not giving it 100%, and then you do the same again. And, man, I very, very quickly... And you've got to stop, and you've got to break that cycle,
1: and you've got to stop and go, yeah. what have I achieved? Like, what have I personally got from this day? Yeah. How have I grown as a person? Yeah. What have I learned? What has inspired me? Why am you know you should be excited about tomorrow yeah <laughs> and if you're not if you're in that loop then you've gotta you've gotta change something but it often takes sacrifice yes. this is the thing that holds us back yeah you know, whatever it is it requires sacrifice and a lot of people are not willing to make that sacrifice like traveling for me is is amazing i get to live in yeah. so a lot of sacrifice comes with that like yeah. sacrifice time with my nieces mm. sacrifice time with you know all family friends yeah. i go back and visit but you are You know, more distant, and there's you know sacrifice of security as well. Certain things, you know, you know home comforts. I mean, this place is amazing, but I know people that live, you know, back home in a in a house that wouldn't imagine like not having all the comforts of that home and that all their stuff around them. You know, so it's yeah, it's yeah. Whatever you want to do, take sacrifices, but I think being bold Mm. and making certain sacrifices in order for you to progress and be more happy is. I think that's a big
0: big 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 bit of wisdom and you're 100% right to to get something you have to sacrifice something mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that and basically I mean I've got two questions for you from this um that I think lead on quite nicely but what I would say is yes you have to sacrifice something and for me what that was I was actually living with a group of uh, gents and uh, they were great guys but I would literally come home from work I would really like center myself, I'd actually use a bit of meditation. Okay, right, try and forget everything that's just happened. Right, what am I working on? And at the time I was working on music. I was like, okay, I've done with my job now. I've hit the gym, whatever it is I've done. I need to hit music now because Mm. this is my my way out of here. And then I would feel a lot of pressure. They'd be like, oh, we're gonna go do this. We're gonna go to this pub. We're gonna watch this movie. Would you like to do this? Sit, have a chat. Yeah, I could have done that. I could easily filled up every night, two, three, four hours. But I didn't. And they used to get a bit pissed off and be like, come on, you never spend any time with us. And I I had to sacrifice that time with them. I had to be like, no, I've got a limited amount of time. I need to make this work so that I can get rid of this other shit. And then I'll spend time with you when I'm actually happy. And I'm not just sort of like trying to escape from what I don't like. So I guess my question, two questions I had were, one, from everything kind of we talked about, um, what is the first thing when you wake up that you think about and what sort of like motivates you to get going? And then secondly what should someone do? They're two quite separate questions actually, but what should, what's the first step someone should take to dabble into this lifestyle, to start getting the benefits, to start understanding it? What would be the first step? Mm. For into Yeah,
1: I mean, for me, the the excitement of the adventure and the unknown of yeah. every day, like I wake up here and I know there's going to be things and people that I'm going to meet. Yeah. Like I had no idea that could walk into my yes. life. Um, as well as um, yeah just like learning and being yeah. curious like when when I didn't have enough of my own time yeah I didn't put the time aside to learn and yes. to develop but yes. time here is my greatest asset and Sick. so I have a lot more time so I can do yeah more things that I'm generally in- interested about yeah. like I know right every week I'm gonna develop in you know even if it's just a book that I'm reading mm. or, or a new topic or I meet someone who's you know into Cryptocurrency, or a doctor, yeah. and like, I spend a week with someone of a totally different profession yeah. that I would normally never engage with, uh-huh. and I learn a lot, you know, through them. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I love, and yeah, in terms of you know, if you want to make that change, I think often people think uh, choices and sacrifices are quite final as well, mm. but I think you know, time, time, time can go by very quickly, and yeah. I think just just try, it. even if you you know take a few months, work out there's always a way of working out, yeah. getting yourself that time. Yes. Um, and like one of my favorite stories is like it, it doesn't even matter who these people are, I guess they're like aliens or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's these two people who are having a conversation. They say, hey, do you want to go to Earth and experience life yeah. uh, as a human for a very small fraction of time? And you'll get to experience this myriad, this whole rainbow of different emotions, yeah. you know, do you want to go experience this? And, and the, the girl or the man's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want to go and experience this. i think it's like looking at the world like that like you know whatever you're experiencing whatever you're feeling this is right this is where you're meant to be you know right now and shutting off to those things blocking those off that's the real that's the real danger okay not living
0: i love that i think a lot of people kind of feel that they have to they have to be doing something else it's like it's kind of this idea of right well maybe if i commit to this for a bit then i'll get to do that other thing Mm. And distraction it, yeah or even like a job it's like well I'll do this and then I'll do the thing I actually want to do and I think it's a much better question right well how can I work towards the thing I want to do now because like uh, I use this really silly like analogy of like you go to the beach and you want to get really good at playing volleyball so you spend all day building a sandcastle and at the end of the day you're like oh, I'm no better at volleyball now Yeah. and it's like well yeah because you spent all your energy investing in the sandcastle mm. when you should have just picked up a ball, done something, found a net. And I know that's like, I need to find like a a more concise analogy for that. But I think I see a lot of people doing that is just investing time and investing their energy into something they don't actually want to grow. And then in two, three years time, that thing has grown because they have fed it and they've given it energy and they've further, they've advanced with it Mm. when they actually wanted to advance in a different way. So it's like, right, well just spend a bit of energy advancing Mm. in the way you want to go and then think of where you get to in two, three, four years time. So, I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I think you're much better changing your
1: mind than hoping something will eventually change. Yes. You know, but people think they go down one path and they're then too afraid to turn back and try another path or turn off because they've committed to it. Yeah. And they feel like, you know, once it's like building blocks, you know? Yeah. You feel like, yeah, they don't want to lose it. Again, it comes back to sacrifice. They don't want to sacrifice what they feel like they've already developed, but sometimes you know this is it's the only way and the more you put it off but you know it's it just gets worse and worse yeah. it's like
0: uh what's something like a, a hole yeah man. <laughs> you just go down, yeah yeah i feel that And obviously a lot of the career path is is viewed as very linear it's mm. viewed as like we well, get here and then you get here and then when you do step out of that you do feel like you're oh no i'm going to tumble all the way down here and have to start again but realistically the experiences everything you've learned who you are yourself your discipline whatever it is you've built like, that is transferable. Yeah, you might take the dip, but you're not going all the way back to square one. Do you know what I mean? You, you, There's skills you've learned that are very much transferable. You just need to take some time. Maybe you take a pay cut. Maybe you just rely on the savings for a little bit and then you invest in whatever it is, that new direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, like, if you put in energy in something, obviously it's going to grow. Like, and then you end up looking back like, oh, fuck, I'm miles away from where I want it yeah. to be. Um, I, I personally see that all the time. Yeah. Um, right, I've got a big one for you okay uh, it's one of my favourite questions but like what what is the thing that sort of like lights the fire in your heart what is it something that you could talk for hours about you are passionate about um, it just gets you going and it just kind of sums you up like uh, I mean for me it comes down to like
1: the big questions yes you know? who we Love are, it. where our species come from, yes. um, you know, what is our actual origin story? You okay. know, we've been told this one narrative our lives and I you know, bought it hook, line and sinker when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. But now it's kind of like, oh, are there other questions? And, and then how it links, like for me through travel, I've discovered obviously a lot of places, different uh-huh. cultures. But then it's sort of like you start discovering other beliefs as well as the stars. I spend a lot of time looking at the stars because I can't see them in London. Mm. (laughs) How the stars link, like when I was just in Cambodia at Angkor Wat, it's how the stars link with the ancient history of the site and how the ancient history <laughs> yeah, links with so the cool. mythology yeah. and how the mythology links to the spiritual in current day with the buddhism as oh, well as man. you know deeper layers of spirituals and then how that also links in with you know magic mushrooms at dmt and these kind of yeah. psychedelic trips and how it all it's just all kind connected. of merges with these stories and there's all these stories and like the more i learn about them yeah. the more I create my own theory yeah. of what I think maybe yeah. you know is the the point of life and and all this kind of thing. But yeah, I think for me that's really like taken yeah. uh, like a, a steroid shot since
0: traveling of learning all these different things just from yeah the conversations the people so it, and it's kind of like ideas. Sorry, so it's like the ancient history, but combined with so it's not just that. It's like the just all of those aspects that you're interested in those big questions it kind of like points in that direction like you said the psychedelics and i'm i'm yeah. really interested in psychedelics i think there's a lot to learn if used responsibly but like you said like aligning with the stars you have got astrology on their mate that's such a fascinating thing and listening to you speak about that then i've not i've kind of like all right that's an interesting topic and i maybe spent a bit of time there oh that's an interesting topic but hearing you say that now and sort of being like oh yeah those things are all interlinked and like the more you know about one like it kind of opens doors in another Mm. one of these what i would have seen as different categories yeah that's sick man they're all connected i mean you look at things
1: like this ancient saying like you know the, the answers you seek can only be gained from the tree of life and how the tree of life is in so many different cultures and religion, the tree of life is often the ayahuasca, yeah, you know, tree. Yeah. Uh, so DMT, as well as um, I've lost my point. <laughs> That's uh, um, yeah, the tree of life. What are we talking about? I'll, I'll Psychedelics, talking about how they're
0: connected. So I guess, like, um, quite naturally then. Um, What do you think of psychedelics? And like, have you had any experiences that you're like willing, open to talking about? Because it's something I think, if anyone has experienced psychedelics, Mm. there's always an opinion. There's always (laughs) there's always something to take away. And like, it's clearly, obviously, you've. you've, uh, I think
1: uh, it's important to have the right intention. You know, there's a difference between party Mm. drugs and like. having psychedelics in order to try and to grow and to learn yeah. and, and I, I think it comes down yeah, to questioning again yeah. the question is like the journey and the answer is often an end and you yeah. know you'll often go with an intention or a certain question and you'll come out with even more questions mm. um, from that experience but that's good because yeah. that's 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 the journey and if yeah. you stop questioning or you you know I think a lot of people have certain beliefs and that's that's final because this is what they believe and then that's the end of a journey and then